Welcome back to Dropped In. I am super stoked to be here with you today and to share my dear friend, Natalie Quait, with you. In today's episode, we drop in into all things healing. We tap into and drop into healing generational trauma, healing the mother wounds. We speak about releasing trauma that your body's been holding on to, really moving from going from hiding to being seen, our take on being an embodied healer, teacher, mentor, and really coming into a space of really dropping into your self-source power, opening up the conversation, opening up the channel for you to really come back home to your center, to your truth, to your power. And so Natalie Quait is a family dynamics expert, also known as the family whisperer. She guides individuals towards healing the mother-daughter wound, as well as assists in shifting and transforming family dynamics for both parents and children to feel seen, held, and loved. With a decade of experience as a special education preschool teacher and early intervention therapist, She's here to support and empower you to get to the root of what's causing you and or your family pain and turmoil. She holds space for mothers and daughters, families and individuals to break free from limiting beliefs, overwhelm and stagnation. She's also an intuitive healer who can hear and feel the thoughts, stories and words that assist you and or your child to move through the frustration and exhaustion that blocks all relations from having the highest harmonious relationship with each other. So I'm excited for you to drop in with us today and to open up the channel towards all things healing. And before we drop in, I want to share a message from our sponsor, Satnam Sessions, your virtual wellness studio filled with meditations, breath work, power practices, and kundalini yoga and meditation practices. It is well stacked with over 110 practices, varying from three minutes to an hour to really support you in unlocking your magic, your medicine, and dropping into your self-sourced power. And so without further ado, let's get dropped in with Natalie. Welcome to Dropped In, Natalie. I am so grateful to have you here with us today in the Dropped In community and to share your magic and medicine with the world. So how are you doing? How are you feeling? It's been a while since we last connected. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's so sweet. It, it feels almost like we're like old friends just coming back together. Like it feels so um, familiar in my heart. I've always felt that way towards you. So yeah, it's such a delight to be here. Yep. Really excited to drop it. And of course, the words, the name of your podcast, how much better can it get? <laughs> Dropped in. <laughs> Dropped in. Oh, it's funny. We both have contagious smiles. We're like feeding off one another. I think I feel our, our gums and our, our cheeks are going to be sore at the end of this conversation. <laughs> Do a little massage here. <laughs> totally. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. 
Uh, so Natalie and I met in Fast Foundations, I think that was probably well over three years ago now. And we then kind of started our own little spiritual mastermind that went on for probably a few months. And it was fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, you're always in my vortex. And I know, you know, we just are on the same playing field here. So it's so fun to drop in today and, and to talk all things spirituality and healing and all the good stuff. So I am stoked to be here with you. Me too. Such a gift. Such a gift. So where are you playing these days? What is like your vibe that you're really passionate about working on and working through and helping people with? Hmm. These days I'm playing with giving that spaciousness, that permission for people to feel like they can truly be who they are, you know, for people to kind of take those parts and pieces that are not ours to carry anymore, the places that we've been gripping onto in our life, you know, through old traumas and, and start to experience what it's like to actually be in your body without all of the distractions with all of, as I like to call them, you know, the friend, friendly little monsters that like to come and visit and, and really learning how to, how to create a, a newfound relationship within yourself and be able to bring that out into your relationship with your husband, your wife, with your children, like really be able to, because you understand yourself, because you're no longer holding on for dear life to the pains and the, the memories and the meanings that you've given, that you've assigned to what's happened to you, that you can just be that much more in your body and present and, and, and actually just really enjoying life to be able to take it in, to be able to receive. So that's been the big theme these days with mm -hmm. families and individuals that I've been working with. Mm, I love that. And it's such important work. And I know for myself personally, just coming from my history with having an eating disorder and really being disconnected and dissociated, like the last thing that felt comfortable and safe for me to be in was in my body. So for those yes. listening and it might feel foreign and it might feel like really unsafe for them to be in their body. What, like, how can, like, let's, I've let's been exploring ahead. lately because I've been connecting with a lot of individuals that struggle to truly like, be in their bodies. And especially when it comes to being in certain situations around people and environments, feeling like you can just not have to be holding with your shoulders and your tummy feeling like you're gripping and feeling like oh my gosh like what is it that i actually need so i've been playing with offering to people like how can we live in the question how can we start to connect to ourselves in a way that feels soft in a way that feels like okay if i if i have that kind of rapport within myself then I can start to listen to that higher knowing. Then I can start to access those tools that really work. So um, one of those tools, I was just speaking about it yesterday, is literally taking yourself and laying flat on the ground, just letting go of everything. You know, we as humans are don't even know when we're not breathing and we're just on the go, 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 you know, constantly serving others, pleasing, not actually feeling what it's like to, to just recognize these sensations in our bodies. So I feel like one of the most supportive things amongst many tools is grounding ourselves. 
a regrounding, you know, cutting those old cords that are, are not actually working anymore and creating a new cord so that we can re recreate this, this connection to our mother, you know, the earth is that representation is Gaia, you know, and for those of us that have felt, I mean, I see this all the time, like, we can't fully lean into support and we can't fully lean into what it is to receive from our mothers. So in those moments where you feel like you're out of body, you feel like you don't almost like you just don't have a choice. Like you don't know what to do. You don't know how to receive. So I just really like, you know, of course, yes, when you're with other people, it might be kind of tricky to just go ahead and do that. But I say this in a way that like, can you give yourself permission to start grounding, to start just like when you feel those, those tight, tight, tight knots in your body at times, whether it's in your chest or in your belly, and you're starting to feel that tension, like before it gets to be so extreme, start practicing on the daily, like take yourself out in your backyard or be in your bedroom and just lay down like an angel and let yourself receive talking to yourself as if you become your own mother. Oh, what do you need, sweet one? What's what's going to be most supportive for you? And even just to experience the discomfort of that kind of talk, right? That kind of dialogue is so healing so that you can start to rise above and actually receive what you do want. Mm. So that's something that just came through as one tool that is very supportive. Mm, I love that. And I love that you brought in Gaia and like really connecting to and uh, reconnecting to mother nature and being in that space of getting grounded, which leads me into the next conversation around healing the mother wound, because there's a disconnect when we feel ungrounded from mother earth Gaia, but there's also this disconnect from you know, perhaps a relationship that may not have been what we once thought it was or what we've, what, or if it ever was. So let's dive into healing the mother womb. Cause I know you're really passionate about that. Yeah. 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 So I'm somehow guided to share with, with your community a little bit about why I got into this work on healing the mother wound, if that's cool with you, I'm going to kind of go in that direction because I feel like it gives everybody an idea of like, this is, this is how we get to show up vulnerably and start to look at that mother wound and, and create and have so much love and compassion for ourselves that much more of what we truly desire. So when I was a child, I had the kind of relationship with my mother that was me essentially raising my mother. My mother was legally blind. My mother had autoimmune diseases throughout my whole life. My mother was chronically depressed. There was just always something going on with my mother, you know, and she was addicted to painkillers, opiates, like that was her life. And she, she didn't have a voice. She kept to herself. She isolated herself. She hid. Um, and she didn't really, she, yeah, she just couldn't st truly stand up for me and, and, and know that like, wait, like, oh, if, like, if, if my father wasn't, you know, speaking to me with kindness and love or something was happening that wasn't actually okay, she would just shut down. And it was constantly like this, this feeling inside of me, like I had this responsibility, this big responsibility, more so to be focused on her than even how I was. So I became completely checked out of my body, had no idea why I was 
always anxious, frazzled, not grounded. Henceforth, I'm speaking about that idea of just laying flat on the earth or wherever you can lay flat. Um, there was this need, this big need that wasn't being met. And so when we, when we have those needs to just feel like, what is it like to have your mama just cuddle you? What is it like to have your mom to, to know that no matter what your mom is at your back and she can, she can hold space for you when you're going through some of the deepest, darkest times in your life, the experiences just to know that your mom can like really hold that space because she's taking care of herself. So that is what I did not get to experience henceforth that just put me into this role of like, okay, so I, I, I get to be really good at mothering. <laughs> and it took me a lot. It took me time to, to create that forgiveness within myself, like to really, to recognize, Hey, it's not that there's anything wrong with me just because it's been hard for me to receive love just because I, I haven't trusted that I could really lean into that mothering. It's there. There's, absolutely like that story of there's something wrong with me there's something wrong with me which I know so many of you can relate to and I'm sure Megan you know all about that and so really being able to overcome that and to and to to find your way back to the mother to find your way back to this place of wow it gets to be easy it doesn't have to be so hard Mm -hmm. There, there are, there are endless ways that I get to bring myself back into this space of allowing myself to be mothered, trusting that even my mom actually is in the spirit world now. So, you know, even now I find that like, I have this relationship with her that just feels so soothing and heal. it's like, it's, it's why I've become such an incredible soother to myself. Like it's why I've learned how, how to do this because of these experiences. And, and that's really what I teach to my clients. How can we go back in time and create as if, as if nothing ever happened, but something did happen. You know, when I work with mothers and daughters together as duets, you know, so much healing happens when we clear out that slate, like where it's no longer like it's as if, as if we're just here in the now and we can just have endless love and compassion and there's no shaming and pointing the finger it's just like here we are as two sovereign beings we get to honor each other and see each other and create a beautiful healed relationship mm. so. oh my goodness your work is so important and so profound truly you know to be able to heal the generational trauma if you will in this yeah. lifetime is incredible because i know there's a lot of people that are on this mission that are kind of part of their soul contract that this is what they're here to do um but it's definitely not an easy route to take would you agree absolutely not and it's in fact why uh a lot of people continue to live in resistance and are not willing to go there and yet I always come back to, I remember, I remember actually was in my early twenties. I had a therapist that once said to me, well, don't you just want to, you know, instead of continuing on living with this pain and this exhaustion and trying to hide from this, like, don't you just, let's just feel this. <laughs> and I remember looking at, this is a lot to deal with. <laughs> and it's, it's those stories that we have about the feelings, the facts, like that, that how, how we look at it, that it's like, 
wait a second, can you just step outside of it and give yourself that permission to like, oh, you know what? I get to do this in a way that really works for me. Mm. Continuously make choices over and over again as I'm healing this wound, you know? I get to have that much more patience, that much more acceptance and welcoming of this love that I've always craved and, and was so worthy of receiving. So yeah, it teaches you so much and it really, it gives you like, it just, I just keep hearing that word perspective. It just continues to give you a new perspective, which is like, if we could all walk around in life, being open and willing to receive those new perspectives in every moment that, oh, I don't have to keep holding on to, oh, I think I'm still in that old perspective <laughs> and being able to laugh at it, to have so much love for it, you know, it just would help all of us to bring back, bring ourselves back to that centering moment. Like, uh-huh, I'm here now. I'm here now. Mm. I'm empowered in my body and my being, and I can do anything that I desire. So I'm free. I am here to heal that mother-daughter rule. So mm. incredible, incredible. Nellie, were you able to heal this mother-daughter wound, uh, the mother wound while your mom, you mentioned your, your mom is on spirit side now were you able to heal that while she was here or were you, did you do that after she had passed yeah that's such a great question it really you know i wasn't able to fully do it when she was here i was i was young it was i was 21 when she crossed over i was in college it was like i wasn't like i was still living you know i was constantly living with stomach aches not like what is going on why am i in so much pain my body hurts and like it was it, it almost felt like i was still in the overwhelm of all of it you know and i was so focused on just like well i just my, my job is to be as much here for her as possible you know, because the journey of her getting sick with cancer began when I was 18. And so it was just like this focus, 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 give, give, give. And then what I got to see from that was like, wow, so I'm an overgiver and I will go and I have no boundaries and, that, and I've been, and, I, and it gave me back my power, like, right. Was, I needed to go through that experience to see myself, to truly see what it was that I was not at the point yet where I was like, okay, I'm actually in a new place. I'm actually like, I can, I feel like I can trust myself. That was a big piece of big, big part of it, which is what I teach my clients as well, creating that new trust within me. Because when you're holding on to your mother's stuff, which is really your mother's mother's stuff and your mother's mother's mother, <laughs> you know, it, it becomes, it's, Oh, hard and challenging to just like feel like, wait a second. This is me. This is me. Mm -hmm. Don't have to keep, this is not my job to, to, to keep trying to fix everybody else's stuff. Right. No. Truly, truly. Yeah. Or carry it. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned like reclaim your power. So when, when your mom passed, did you find that all of a sudden you had the, the surge of energy, the surge of power? It took some time. It took some time. Um, I was, I felt very unmotivated for a while. Mm -hmm. um, I, I remember I was struggling with body dysmorphia. I was struggling with um, 
going back and forth between binge eating and then not eating it all. And so there was a lot of, a lot of body stuff that was showing up as I was working to, to heal myself. And so still in way, many ways checked out, not fully actually in my body. And over time though, as I became, you know, I got into coaching, I got into working with healers, learning Reiki, like it was like, it, like the pathway became clear to me pretty fast, which is what was the, just the best blessed gift that I got to experience from my mother going through this transitioning. And I, um, yeah, so it was, it was this process of like, wow, like, okay what is it like to really have my power? Mm-hmm. What does that feel like? And that's been, that's been a big theme in my life of learning when I'm giving my power away versus holding it sacred for myself. And uh, yeah, I'm still to this day, you know, like, like this is like, you know, I definitely feel empowered. I definitely am in my body and still I have moments where I'm like, Oh, wait a second. Hey, you're not actually over there. You're you're here. (laughs) Uh, Having a human experience. Having a human experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like we're all learning this together, right, Megan? You know, like, like as, as healers, as mentors, you know, the more that we can be just so real and raw with our, with our people, the more that we, we just, we're doing this together. It just feels like, it just feels so warm and loving and, and real, real. Real, hundred percent. And, you know, it can feel so isolated when we're going through, like we're in the muck and it can feel like, it can feel so alone, right? And how liberating is it to have people that have perhaps gone before us that are now speaking openly about their healing journey and and the work that they've done personally, like you practice what you preach, you embody what you teach, right? And that is the definition of like, I don't, I don't even resonate with the word healer because I feel like we are our own healers. Um, exactly. And no one has the power to heal you. Only you do, right? Let's go there. Let's have this conversation because I know this is I can I can feel the vibration here. So, um, because I know personally, I've been wounded from people that have not, not, and they've called themselves healers, and they aren't the embodiment of their work, and it's so dangerous, like uh-huh. very traumatizing. And so, what's what's your thoughts on on the the title healer and and all of this work? Mm, well, for me, that was something that I struggled with for a long time, like a long time. Like, is it okay? Can I, can I call, can I say that I'm doing generational trauma healing? Like, you know, because really, truly at the end of the day, like you said, the most important, important thing to me is that every single person I ever get to connect with, that I ever get to work with truly is in their body and is claiming that they are their own number one healer to themselves. They are the ones that get to play the role of mother, father. They get to do all that healing for themselves. So it's not, you know, what's coming through is that there are a lot of people in this world that are manipulating people, Mm -hmm. right? because they were emotionally manipulated. Right. And so, and then there's this, this 
ego game and this like, oh, I'm better than, you know, like I've, I've done this work, like I'm a healer. And so, um, and, and for people that are struggling to truly be in their bodies to feel like, oh, wait a second, like I'm just as powerful. I'm just as bright as you. My light is even brighter <laughs> I say, right? Like, no, but I mean, like, you, you know, you know, when it comes to this, this game of emotional manipulation, which is not okay. And I've seen it many times and it's very upsetting to me. And it's something that, you know, I just, I, I, I only want to, to, to witness more and more people standing in their in their fire in their own fire and being able to speak their truth and being able to recognize when 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 there are behaviors that are happening when there are words that are happening that are like that are not okay like to really to be able to to come back to this place of like wait a second I am in full control here. Like this is me and God. Like we're doing this. I am my own best team here. <laughs> and I get to and I get to speak up and stand for myself as my own best advocate for me. And, you know, I feel like, can we, and, and I always stress that with my clients as I'm sure you do too, right? It's like, can we give like, like, this is your gift. This is your power that you get to sit here and claim. You get to play in it. You get to thrive in it. And, um, Oh yeah. I just, uh, I guess in some ways, Megan, I think I've checked out from a lot of that a lot of that, that nonsense that I'm like, mm -mm, I don't really want to, that doesn't, I, I can't go there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I've kind of, um, I don't know, protected myself. That's the word that I'm, so it, I feel like if we, what's coming through is also how can we teach and just have these open conversations with everyone about what it means to protect yourself, mm -hmm. not in a way that like, okay, I need to completely isolate myself, but really having just having a deep honoring a deep reverence for for your own energy for you to, to keep yourself in that state of like I get to I am always protected you know and I I feel like when we give our power away we're not actually here in our you know body to be able to recognize that which is happening so so that's, true. that's what came through do you have any thoughts on that I'm curious to hear about Oh yeah. You're speaking my language. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, I mean, I just, I want to be cautious of where I'm going here, but yeah, I've, why I'm so passionate about now is to really unlock your personal power, your self-source powers, because it's so easy, especially if we've experienced trauma and we are disconnected and dissociated, we're constantly giving our power away. Right. And so to come on the path of healing and to seek out quote unquote healers that haven't done the work, it can be very detrimental. It can be very traumatizing. And like I said, I, for many years, I gave my power away. And so I was in a very vulnerable space where these individuals were coming in and it was almost like there was a threat of some sort of, um, like the ego trip, right? Like, oh, this person's really powerful. So I'm going to heal her. And then in the same breath, I'm going to say things to her that are going to bring her back down. Right. So for example, I, I was seeing a healer and, uh, I was working through, um, healing some sexual trauma and 
it was over the top. Like she was on my back, like pushing the trauma out. And I was like, okay, this is what's whatever's happening. And at the very end of the session, she was like, you know, Megan, you don't need to be like using all these big words on social media. And you don't need to really be telling people that you're a hypnotherapist and that, you know, you, you teach Kundalini. You don't really need to be showcasing all of this stuff on social media as much as you are. And I was like, huh, okay. So being like the hyper-focused ADD little, not little, but person that I am where I'm like, I focus on stuff when things are just like feel, you know, just out of, out of place or whatever. So I go home, it was an intense session and I'm like hyper-focused on what was said. And I was like, all of a sudden I'm like changing things on social media. I'm like, whoa, like how am I, how am I giving this much power away to this person? So I invited this person out for a tea so I could have a conversation with her about it because Ooh. it felt so out of alignment. It felt so wrong on so many levels. And, you know, it, it, I came from a place of love. I came from a place of good intention and compassion and all the things, but it was really important for me to reclaim my power in that space because it just was like, this isn't right. And it's not okay. Um, and then it was received well, as far as I know, but then it was talked about amongst a spiritual community, which I later found out about. I was like, okay, like, and this is part of the reason why I'm so like, I don't play in that realm. I don't play in that energy. I don't play in that field. And I know it's low vibration, right? Um, but still, I have an aversion now to the term healer because Ooh. to give your power away is just... It, it is it is so detrimental and it can be very traumatizing so um but yeah now i see clients so like i have a client that used to call me the healing queen i said you know i'm the channel you're doing the work so you it, it's cute that you might call me that and it's you who's doing the work right it's so important to give that back to our clients i ran into a client the other day while i was hiking and she's like you're such a powerhouse you're such an incredible healer and i again i pass the baton back to her. I was like, it's you. Thank you. It's you who's doing the work. So yes. And for people, you know, Megan, I'm just getting for people to be, sometimes it takes us turning that, like giving it back to them over and over and over again, because it takes, it's, it's, it's building a muscle to be able to receive that. Right. Like, it's not as if like, okay, overnight, all of a sudden, yes, yes, I really am my own best healer. Yes, I know that it was, that's who I am. And it takes, because of the traumas, the experiences that have happened to us, it's like having that, just having so much love and compassion as we, like, yes, I know you got this. I know that you are going to continue to receive it more and more and more as you allow yourself to be who you truly are. Mm-hmm. So much. Yes. So much. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the greatest gift to know your power, to own your power and to be completely in your power. You know, it's truly the most therapeutic healing place that you could ever arrive in. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so warm. May all of us get to feel that in our bodies and our being. <laughs> truly. Like that feeling of going to bed at the end of the day and just knowing like, oh yeah, that's who I am. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Sacred. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
I remember working back, uh, I don't know how many years ago, it was a few years ago, I, I did a session with you in the Akashic Records and I just oh, keep, yeah. it, what keeps popping up because you called me the spiritual rock star that just keeps oh. popping up right now in my mind. <laughs> I so remember that, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. So funny. Are you still doing work in the Akashic Records? as much necessarily i'm more really my focus is really just connecting to people's ancestors and like getting into that space of i mean i guess you know really once you connect to the akashic records they're always there right um even when i'm not necessarily opening them and at the same time i just feel like i'm so focused on really on bringing people into their bodies and so it's not just um an actual conversation but like really that's why these right now I've been doing a lot of in-person work as well as still I'm working remotely on zoom and we're still we're just I love to make sessions very dynamic where you can really like start to experience more of the energy that you're looking to create when you're no longer holding on to that which isn't serving you so that's where I've been like just really just opening up the the doorway for people to to have those breakthroughs so that they can really like take their life to the next level and feel it feel it physically in your body like oh my gosh this is what it feels like i love this i want more of that anchor that what's next mm -hmm. so that's where i've been playing i love it i love it I know you're also passionate about um, supporting people and like going from hiding to being seen. So how do you do that? Because I, I am so passionate about that as well. And I just would love to open the conversation around that because so many people, I don't know what your human design is, but I'm a two, so it's a hermit. So I definitely have that hiding uh -huh. ability. Um, but yeah, like how do you support people moving from that space of hiding to being seen? Hmm. Well, you know, I feel like, utilizing their voices as well as somatic qigong those are two things that i've been playing a lot with where they can really express listen to themselves feel the sounds and the vibrations in their body as they're physically moving their bodies so that there's so much you know in every chakra of our body in every organ in every intestine there's a deeper meaning right and so when we can actually, when we can look at what it is that you're, that's, that's perhaps holding you back, that's perhaps keeping you in this place of feeling like you still need to hide. What is it that's keeping you in that place of, of wanting to hide? And, and how can you, you know, really talk to those parts of you that are hiding so that they, so that that part of you can feel safe enough to come out and to be seen. So it, through a combination of using the physical movement, the expression, whether it's through shaking, uh, whether it's through using the somatic Qigong, um, really like getting in touch with what your body is speaking to you and what, and what your body is needing, like really like asking the questions, being able to tap into your body's great wisdom. And as we do that, the, what 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 I'm finding is that there becomes less and less of this need to hide because you just feel like, wow, like, oh, yeah, like it's it really is safe for me to be who I am. Oh, I'm I'm safe to be a part of this world. Oh, I'm welcome here. 
oh, I actually like being a part of this. Mm -hmm. And so what I find is that taking you out of your mind, which is pivot, I mean, like it's everything, right? When you spend so much time constantly analyzing, figuring things out, trying to fix the problem and you can start to feel like, wow, like, oh, oh, actually it's just this simple. Like if I just open up my shoulders, open up my chest, move some of the energy so that it doesn't have to feel like it's constricted. Oh, then I'm, wow, this is a different feeling in my body. Like I actually like the way this feels better than how it feels to be hunched over. And so what I bring it back to really where I'm going with this is simplicity, mm -hmm. simplicity. It doesn't have to be so complicated. So people with CPTSD, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, we're constantly creating scenarios in our minds, right? Scenarios that keep us in this mode of hiding, hiding, feeling like we need to protect ourselves, feeling like we can't actually, I don't want this person to actually see who I am. Oh, what if I say this? How's this person going to react? Going to the worst case possible scenario. So it's breaking through those, those barriers that just keep us spinning, 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 and really spinning, spinning, spinning out, out, out of our bodies versus being in, which continues to reinforce that, okay, I'm just going to continue to stay in that same, it's like being frozen for all those years, keeping on, okay, I'm just going to keep hiding. Okay, I'm going to keep hiding. So that's my, my, where I come from when it comes to seeing how like this can be easier. This gets to be easy. You get to experience a calm, peaceful, regulated nervous system. And when you experience that and that becomes your norm and you trust it and you want more of it, it's like, well, then of course I, yeah, this hiding, it, it doesn't really need to be a part of me. It's not who I am. Mm. And that's, that's where I come from. I'm so passionate about it as I know you are too, just because I know I spent, we spent, you know, you and I, we spent all those years hiding. Like, I don't want you to see me. I don't want you to, to know who I am. Like, oh my gosh, I had all kinds of stories when it came to that. Mm. I um, love it. It's so important. The embodiment work, the energetics work, you know, it's, really creating that safety deep within is second to none. It's it's everything. And and I know more and more people are starting to go into this world of like somatics and embodiment and and you know incorporating that. I mean with the RRT world, we're incorporating it with a subconscious mind, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's it is the foundational work, right? Because if we're dysregulated, if we don't feel whether it's we're on our healing journey or whether we're in our business and we're like wanting to call in more, if our bodies and our nervous systems aren't able to hold what we're calling in, then sure we can call it in, but more than likely it's going to come crumbling down. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Right. right. That whole, the ability to hold the energy, to hold that container, the bigger containers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that really resonates a lot with me. Yep. Yep. For myself, what, from what I've witnessed and from people that I've worked with. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This conversation is so beneficial, isn't it? For so many people to be receiving. Like, I, I love this. I love talking about it because I can just like start to feel into like, oh, like what people are being able to take away, like how much more, gosh, like it's, it just comes back to this, like, yes, like 
I can do this. Yes, I'm that capable. Yes, I'm that powerful. Yes, I want more of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That well, dropping we're, in. We're dropping in. Well, we're ingrained as a society to go outside of ourselves for the answers, right? We're not taught to go within. And again, if things have happened in our lives that it doesn't feel safe to go within. So having beautiful gifts like you in the world in helping people on their journey and returning home is such a blessing. So thank you for all the work that you do, Natalie. You are such, oh, such a bright you. light. Thank you so much. Thank you for all the work that you do. You're just incredible. You're such a gem and you just have such a warm place in my heart. So I'm really, really, really happy that we got to have this time together. Mm, me too. The feeling is mutual, my girl. Um, before we drop off, uh, one question for those that are kind of in a space of wanting to quit or give in the towel, throw in the towel, uh, what's a message of hope that you can offer them today? Mm, it's really simple. <laughs> The message is, is that even when you feel like you're not okay, you're okay. It's the, I'm not okay. And yes, I am okay. Coming back to that place of, yes, you get to always rise above, even when you feel like you're a complete frazzled mess that you've hit rock bottom, that no matter what, yes, you still are held. Yes, you still are being supported. Yes, you still are okay. So coming back to that place of, yep, I can make this simple for myself. Even when I feel terrified, scared, shitless, I'm still okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cause you're, you're your own best resource. Mm. So even when you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm losing my marbles. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I can't, how am I going to get through this? And it's like, come back here. Mm -hmm. you got all of those gifts you've got all of the resources you've got all the tools and when you listen and you give yourself you give yourself that opportunity to drop in everything becomes clear mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just that even when I'm not okay I'm okay even when I don't know I still know beautiful 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 <laughs> beautiful Thank you so much, Natalie. It was such an honor to be here with you today. And uh, yeah, I look forward to connecting with you more again. In the Me future. too, darling. Such, so, such, such, such a gift. So glad we got to connect today. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for dropping in with me today. If you loved this episode, I would be forever grateful if you rated and reviewed and if you feel called to share it with your community on social media, please tag me so I can thank you personally. Until next time, I will see you on Dropped In.